There are two ways to tango with your magical existence, this brilliant experience, this lifely energetic force that you get to live within. One, you can perceive that only the lucky ones are beautiful and happy and free. All of the people that you see on Instagram and social media in general CNN, reality TV, you can perceive that the lucky ones are beautiful, happy, and free. Or two, you can understand that beauty, happiness, and freedom are your divine right. And there's a good chance that everything from number one is fake. See, perfect tits and shredded abs aren't a requirement for living blissfully. They don't bring happiness, long-term sustainability. They can make you more confident. They can make you feel good about yourself, which can be a catalyst. But despite this superficial bullshit that the media is feeding your eyes, this world is yours just as much as it is anyone's. Your unique figure and your characteristics Those items are the gorgeous dress that you wear to the happiness and freedom ball. You already have the sexiest attire. It's inside. It's you. It's what you were gifted with when you were born. So dance your heart out. The world needs to see that sweet ass shake. I'm Heath Armstrong. This is Never Stop Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt If you behave you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff And in time you'll get a dime if you impress your boss So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts You've been a space driven higgity hunk of me since birth Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth Composed of stardust with an emotional gut While you letting conformity slam you up the butt You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision Build a palace to the moon while your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack what you're thinking Fuck no, you'll never stop peeking Hi-de-ho! What's up, everybody? Man, I am getting ready to go to Mexico. Uh, I've got some really cool stuff planned down there, meeting up with a group of incredible people from a mastermind group that I'm in. Uh, Mexico City for about five days, and then I'm heading down about an hour and a half outside to a three or four nights of an ayahuasca ceremony to really explore deeper healing. Now, if you all have listened to any of the previous episodes, we've kind of gauged this subject a little bit. Episode 12 with Mary Shores, I've never met anybody who put an experience that is so impossible to put into words, into words better than she did. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it because it's really fascinating. I've been slowly preparing myself for, man... It's been years just kind of creeping in since I first started the Artsy Now show and I started talking to Eric Stankfist. Um, Wherever the fuck you are, Eric, hit me up because I haven't heard from you in years and I don't know where, if you're in Thailand, I don't know where you are, man, but 
if you hear this, give me a shout. Um, and his experiences through coaching with mindfulness and professional poker in Thailand, coming down from Sweden where it was a very closed mindset and then opening up this expansive possibility. And then with Mary and, and my my best friend Chris and, and some of the effects that it's had on other close people in my life to cure things like drug addiction and PTSD and really just opening up your heart to a different realm, uh, experiencing what it's like to be in that world of plants and animal spirits and, and completely surrendering so that you can bridge the gap between who you think you are and who you actually are. And for me, you know, I'm going through a big healing process and I think this is going to be a very deep uh, ceremony and I'm really excited to just go down there and surrender. So this will probably be the only episode that comes out before I get back, but I will be taking my portable recorder with me and I'm going to have some conversations when I'm down there and I hope they turn out really, really good. And, and um, of course they fucking will. It'll be, it'll be mind blowing. It'll be fucking awesome. And then I'll put them on the show and everything will be tits McGee. So I wanted to talk to you all about a couple different things. And, and these are things that have been on my mind about when I was making a transition and it all came down to becoming more minimal, right? And giving more, helping more people, but mainly just being simple about my approach. And there's this gigantic struggle that happens and there, it never goes away and it was always there, but there's a struggle that's much bigger than the idea of waking up and having to do a podcast or waking up and getting your work done or waking up and taking that one action to move away from the job that you don't feel like is in alignment with your higher visions. There is a struggle that lingers like the tide of an ocean under the dark spell of a creative hurricane. It reminds us of our mortality, of our existence, of our progress. This struggle connects all cries and all frowns from myself and others alike and you, and it cooks them up to serve to others around us with a steamy side of bullshit. Now, what does that mean? The struggle is not sincere. It doesn't care who I am or where I'm going. It doesn't care about you either. It operates to dismantle the world from discovering the good energies of happiness that birth and flourish within the fruits of life. It operates to burn all bridges that we create in arms to support the crossover into a life of contentment and meaning. The life that you dream about that pumps you up, that has your higher purpose. Contentment might not have been the best word there because... That can be a non-highly aligned purpose. But when these bridges are obsolete and we fall out of unity with one another, the struggle takes control of the current situation. This is why community is so important. However, the struggle can never, and I repeat, never be in control of our future situations. Thoughts and actions stapled to the back of negativity within the struggle produce an illusion that leads us to believe that we are comfortable in the situation. Do you procrastinate? Illusion. 
How many times have you made an excuse to get out of doing something you fear may be difficult? Instead, you take the easy way out. You do the bare minimum or you do nothing at all. You think that you'll do it later. The result? Eh, 99.9% of us live our entire lives within that illusion. I made that number up, but it has to be close. So, so why? Life is about overcoming fears and obstacles and improving our minds and our bodies and our souls every day. If it wasn't, we'd all still be wearing diapers and shitting everywhere, waiting for grandma to come wipe up our asses because it's easy. The secret is only the thought. Only the thought of negativity is real. That's the secret. It only exists because we allow it to. Resistance gremlins are here because we allow them to be here. It is true that there will always be the cancerous thought of negativity ready to quadruple stuff our asses in an attempt to destroy the positivity and world-changing efforts of our linking arms, of how we can be, how big we can be as brothers and sisters and trannies in arms, linking our arms in community. You can look at it two ways. One, for every negative, there's a positive. And two, for every positive, there's a negative. You can choose to see the beauty in negativity, or you can choose to see the negativity in beauty. When it comes to thinking, you have a definite choice. We learn how to develop to the next level of happiness off the back of current situations that may involve a taste of negativity, yes. However, it's our ability to see the beauty in the negativity that makes all the difference. Some people think life is a constant cycle of failures in an attempt to find success. Great people know life is a constant cycle of success founded within the trenches of failures. Some people think they aren't capable of success because they never welcome the thought. Great people own the thought and they shape the world with heart and passion and patience and love. You will be as great and successful as you believe you are. And it's pretty fucking awesome to find success in everything. And when you eliminate the habit of hesitation and you stop believing that you need motivation to be your bigger self because it's bullshit, all you need to do is eliminate this habit of hesitation. And it's not as hard as you think. It's easy once you get used to it. It's so much easier than having grandma wipe the shit off your ass. Look, it's unbelievable the miracle that we are even here right now. And our time on this amazing planet is guaranteed limitation. You will make choices the rest of your life before, during, and after every interaction, conversation, and situation. To be happy, you must love the choices that you make. You must believe in them. They must align with your core values and your principles of becoming the highest version of yourself. You must see the gold in every bad lemon. You must laugh hysterically. When negative thoughts and interactions have handicapped your hours and your days or your weeks because it's truly magical that you have the ability to be present in the situation to begin with. 
The negative thoughts will always check in and out. But is your belief that will occupy the throne? I often hear the quote, things can always be better and things can always be worse. And I don't fucking think so. If you train your mind to cherish every breath, moment, and struggle that you encounter, things can never be better and things can always be worse. If you live in a mindset where things can never be better and things can always be worse, you will never struggle again. That, my friend, is true happiness. That is the life that you love. This is true, unconditional love. And if we lock arms and we have that mentality and that mindset, oh baby, we can take on the world together. We can peel back the layers. We can stick our tongues in, share the magic, taste the bliss. It's there. Because things can never be better. And things can always be worse. One of the cards on the Sweet Ass Domination deck came from a John Wooden quote, which was, may the best days of your past be the worst of your future. And that's the mentality of never stop peaking. We keep moving forward. Every day is better because we know that it can never be better. You have to live in that mindset before you can take the next step, as confusing as it sounds. Live in that mindset, my friends. Live in that sexy-ass mindset. Yeah! That's it. get into minimalism here in a second. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. I don't, we'll cover that some other time. Um, yeah, I'm going to go on a whim here. I want to I talk about bringing more excitement into your life. But before I do that, I want to read a little scribble scribble that I put out uh, on the paper yesterday. And I've been pushing myself out of my comfort zone more to share poetry because I write a lot of it. And this one's called The Surrender. May earth give us fruits so that we can juice our bodies and flow within the suffering so we never forget the miracles. May we be deeply embarrassed so we recognize comfort's smile and bathe in insecurity so we fully embody self-love. May we starve and deprive, so we consciously bond with our meals, 
and be stripped of all we sense so we can dress up in abundance. May we scream deeply in the darkness to bring lighthouses to the oceans and cry in unity with the storms so we respect the flood's intentions. And throughout it all, forever, may we lock hands and eyes so we never forget the beauty that is right in front of us. talk to you about a practice that I've done before and I'm getting back into. And it starts with analyzing yourself. So what would you do today if you had no responsibilities, no priorities, no chores to get done, no asses to wipe, no clubs to twerk in? What would you do today? What would you do tomorrow? If you could choose to go anywhere and do anything, what would it be? As much as you may think that it's impossible, it is very, very possible and within reach to do the things that you want to do. You just have to believe and take action. Everyone has problems. I don't want to fucking hear about minuscule problems. The world has bigger fucking problems than you have any idea of. Everyone has problems. There are obviously distractions and restrictions that we have on time and money and resources. However, the amount of distractions and handicaps completely depend on you and your will to make necessary changes needed to create the opportunities that you want to experience and the opportunities that you love. I have taken a deep dive into my success and creating a powerful network of amazing entrepreneurs around the world. And I still have limitations, but I tackle things and I still explore and I keep climbing and I attempt to never stop peaking always. Yeah, we fall on our face. We get the fuck back up. We rage. Everything that we want to do is absolutely attainable and it's being done right now if we believe it is. So I want to set the sights on the first question I asked you. If, if, If you could do anything today, tomorrow, this weekend, next week, next month, this year, what would you do? Would you travel the world and make a difference? Would you visit every national park in the country and climb mountains? Would you spend more time with people that really mean something to you? Would you find a way to contribute to the world much larger than yourself in a way that's much larger than yourself? I truly believe that success is driven by one's ability to understand the importance of happiness, the ability to figure out the things in life that are most important to our happiness, and then letting all of the other distractions and stress gremlins fall to the ground, helpless, stomp on them, pee on them, give them wedgies. 
Quit worrying about how you will make ends meet to pay your cable bill and stomp that fucking gremlin to the ground instead. What is the point of selling your time to NBC when you could be out experiencing the magic of nature and society and culture and heritage, the very magic that created us? Start reframing your mind to realize that it's entirely possible to plan and act on all of the things in life that you never thought were possible for you. Everything that you have ever dreamed of is sleeping on the other side of your sexy little comfort zone. Wake it up, motherfucker. Ditch the gremlins. Plan accordingly and be consistent in your pursuit of that happiness, of that taste of bliss. You can start right now. In the past and bringing back into the future, in the present moment, really, we want to play this game that allows us to taste the magic of the world whenever we are feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, stressed, or even a bit lost or scared. I go through giant, giant peaks. And then I go through giant dips of depression. We all feel things differently. Maybe yours is up and down throughout the day. For me, it's more like two weeks up, two weeks down. I'm sure you've heard of a traditional bucket list where people usually mention things that they want to do before they die. But the problem with that is barely anyone ever takes action on their dreams and their bucket list still seems to be full when their magic comes to an end on earth. Why the fuck do we have to pair that with Before we die, why can't we just pair it with while we live right now? You never know when your time's going to be up. Don't stick shit in a bucket and wait for it later. It doesn't work that way. Don't let that happen to you. The beautiful thing about creating is we can make something incredible out of anything. So let's start by creating a list of all the things that really light you up inside. Create a list of your hobbies, your family and your friends that really light you up, the concerts and the music that you really love to enjoy, the cultural experiences and the travel and the history. Do you like sports? (laughs) Sport ball. Hold on a second. My music's playing in the background again. I got to figure out how to stop it. Okay. You like sport ball. Do you like travel? Do you like foreign culture? Do you like history? Do you like pizza parties? Do you like streaking down the neighborhood? Be careful with that. You could get in trouble if there's kids around. I don't want you to have to go door to door telling everybody that you made a mistake because you ran around naked and the little kids saw your wang. That'd be a big disappointment or your hoo-hoo. Little Billy saw my hoo-hoo, so I got to tell the whole neighborhood now. I'm a sex offender. All right, anyway, so create a list of all the things that you want to do while you are alive too. This doesn't come easy, and this can be a work in progress, but some things to jog your mind. Where do you want to travel? What cultures and societies do you want to visit? What activities do you want to experience? What new skills or talents do you want to learn? Do you want to learn a new language? Do you want to relate to new cultures through their language? Have you always wanted to do something that you haven't ever done more than anything else? What is that? 
These can be self-improvement or action items as well. Do you want to write a book? Do you want to go back and finish your college degree? What would you do if you had unlimited time and money and resources? What are your biggest goals and dreams? Are there any new skills that you want to learn that can help you align with your higher purpose? What would make your life more meaningful? Are there any special moments that you have yet to witness that you long for? What do you want to improve in your relationships and your love, your career, your finance, your health? Now take those first two lists, the list of things that really lights you up inside and the list of things that you really want to do while you're alive in this moment and pair them together. So do you want to go to Oktoberfest in Germany with your good friend Willis? Do you want to run a triathlon in Greece with your brother or your sister? What would it feel like to paint an Italian countryside in person? What would it like to stand there with a paintbrush and look over the countryside and put that on a canvas and take it back to your house and engulf that experience into something you can feasibly hold that has value? Do you want to take your children to kayak in the Grand Canyon? How would it be to follow the cherry tree blossom season in Japan? What would the experience of traveling the, entri- the entire Trans-Siberian Railway be like? Something I want to do. How does an all-night rager at the Dragon House in Big Sur, California sound to you? Because it's pretty fucking amazing. Do you want to streak across the field at the Yankees game with your buddy Julio? Do you want to write the first chapter of your bur- book? <laughs> Sorry. Do you want to write the first chapter of your book while lounging in a hammock in Costa Rica? Pause this. Visit it again. Think about this. Write these questions down and really spend some time brainstorming this stuff. And once you have your lists, Which ones are feasible to do today and which ones need planning? Separate the lists. And this is where it gets kind of cool. Somewhere around your house, you should be able to find some old jars or some buckets, not your shit bucket for your bucket list. We don't want want poo or stink around. Some nice clear jars works really good. Um, Or even boxes if you need, shoe boxes. You need three of them, okay? It's up to you about how creative you want to be with this, but whatever you decide to use will be the hub of all of your excitement from here on out. And you can label these jars what you want, but what I do is I label one, world domination, one, stress crusher, and one, been there, done that, motherfucker. Use black marker or whatever, label them. If you have one of those nerdy little label systems, you fucking freak, use that. Yeah, I know you have one of those. Put all of the big trips that need planning into the world domination jar. And a few times a year, blindly draw out of that world domination jar and plan that trip. It keeps it exciting. Don't do things based on situations and what makes it easiest. Pull something out and make that shit happen. It's always amazing to tuck a little side money away ahead of time so that when you draw from your jar you can immediately book that plane ticket and 
hold those dates to reserve yourself and make yourself accountable. Don't make the mistake of drawing and then never taking the trip. Don't make the mistake of drawing and then thinking, oh, maybe there's something else in there that's easier to accomplish. I'll draw again. Don't do that. Hold yourself to it. The reason that you drew what you did is bigger than you can contemplate. When you get there, you'll find out why. Trust me on that. The experience that you'll have by making it there will change your fucking life. It's truth. Truth, motherfucker. At least twice a year, and I'm visualizing a future of nonstop raging for you, baby. At least twice a year, I've made a commitment to draw out of a world domination jar, but it's coming a lot more common for me now. So when I first started, I drew out of a jar to go to Thailand in 2015. It was the first time I was out of the country. Changed my fucking life. Even though I thought it would be impossible to get to Asia, I didn't have any money. I only had five days vacation. How would I finagle my way out of this shit? How could I make it happen? But I stuck to the rule. I drew it. I went. I found the elephants in Thailand. It changed my fucking life. I wouldn't be here today had that not happened. Had I not had that experience of that culture, of that zen, of that blink o'clock, the elimination of time out there, the no need for addresses and street markers, like everybody is in the moment because that's all there is. Now, you can even take it a step farther and create a pinup map to display your your upcoming uh, list adventures when you pull them out. Pin them up on a map so you can see, like, this is the date we're going and this is where we're going. It's pretty cool. And if it's in your country, if it's in your town, that's fine, too. Go to the city park that you haven't been to in a while. Go play disc golf. Go down to the river and catch some crawfish. Like, do something that just gets you out and active and juicing that sexy little ass of yours. Or big ass, whatever you have. They're both amazing. So move to the stress crusher jar now. And these are all the items that can be done on any given day. They're going to go in the stress crusher. Whenever you are feeling overwhelmed, stressed, dissatisfied, disgusted with your actions (laughs) or your situation, take a trip over to your little stress crusher jar and draw an item. No matter what, stop what you are doing and do it. Do the fucking item. There is nothing better than triggering excitement through activities that you love on the spur of a moment. It will help you realize that all of these distractions and pain points in life can be crushed by forming stronger relationships with things that truly make you happy. It's sort of like a weapon to battle the stress gremlins. When I worked a full-time job driving 8 to 10 hours a day, I figured out a way to podcast and create websites and work with clients and consult for WordPress and podcasting and exercise and blog and travel and consistently contribute to about five good hobbies of mine. It is through this method that I am able to balance my brain and continue to build consistent relationships and happiness with family, friends, and the greater good of the world. So I challenge you. Find your jars and boxes and create your lists. At least once or twice a year, draw from your world domination jar and attack your dreams, the big stuff. 
And then whenever you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, draw from your stress crusher jar. Maybe this is just a trip down the road. Maybe it's to go get ice cream. Maybe it's to go see a movie. Maybe it's to disconnect and read a fucking book. Get back in touch with the daily magic of life. Every time you have a thought of something new that you want to do, write it down and add it to the appropriate jar. Whenever you have completed an item, drop it in the memory lane jar. And you can reflect on those whenever you want. Pull them out and remember when you did that awesome thing, when you went and you, when you start moving things around these jars, it's a really, really cool thing because every time you get an experience that is going to change your life, there is nothing better than that feeling, than reminiscing over how hard you fist pump during that magical journey. It's going to jog your memory. It's going to boost your energy. It's going to immediately remind you of the beauty inside yourself and the rest of the fucking world. I think you will start to notice that most of your troubles and your stress and your frustrations are not necessary and can be crushed by simply switching your train of thought to something new, something that you absolutely love. Something real, something tangible, something where you're experiencing and not just sitting somewhere staring at something for a long period of time, picking your butt. That's the world that we live in, but it doesn't have to be. You can go back to the other world that we've always lived in before technology. Disconnect. Your energy and will to live will skyrocket. You'll feel the excitement that you did when you were a child getting ready to visit an amusement park. Your relationships with your family and your friends will grow to a level that you never thought possible. You're going to meet new people that are going to come into your life and change everything. Your vibe is going to attract your tribe. You're going to grow internally, which will allow you to grow externally. And your outlook on the world will start to mold you, your sexy little ass, into the person that you absolutely love to be. When your time is up, you will feel nothing but satisfaction. When you could have been the person feeling regret, staring at your bucket list full of shit that you never accomplished because you waited too fucking long. Don't do it. Don't wait to do what you love because you never know when there won't be any more opportunity. Every day is a bonus round. So some things that I have had on my bucket list in my world domination jar. Fuck, I called it a bucket list. God damn it. Some things that I've had in my world domination jar... And I actually found this old sheet, which is pretty cool, and mixing in some new stuff. There's still so many things in this jar that I have not done. But I wanted to do this just to give you some juicing ideas. So meditate at Stonehenge. Visit Indonesia, which is funny because I'm actually going there in about two weeks. Take some pictures that take the same picture as my grandmother Wagner did at the Tetons. I did that. That was cool. That's gone. Visit Polynesia, dog sled in Alaska. Just got back from Alaska a couple months ago. Find peace in the land of the giant Buddha. Did that. This is crazy how things come to life, right? Hike the Appalachian Trail through Maine and Washington, D.C. Totally going to do that. Learn to snowboard. Did that. Take the pups to the beach. Did that. Meditate at Machu Picchu in Peru. Soon. Fist pump at the Colosseum in Rome. Soon. Camp in Yellowstone National Park. Done. Do push-ups in Athens, Greece. Soon. 
Visit the beaches in Normandy. Backpack for a month in Europe. Do yoga. Oh my God, I did go to the beaches in Normandy. How cool. Do yoga at the Taj Mahal in India. Zip line through Costa Rica. Hike the Mayan runes and sleep in tree houses. Doing that starting two days from now. Kayak the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon. Visit Dracula's castle in Transylvania. Drink wine on a gondola through Venice. Climb a 14er. I love climbing now. Walk like an Egyptian in Egypt. Sleep in a castle in Ireland. Drink lots of Guinness. Witness the Northern Lights. Visit Columbia Island in Georgia. Backcountry hike through the Redwoods. Visit the Moose in Glacier National Park. Witness the castle of King Henry VIII. Scuba dive in Hawaii. Party with big booties in Brazil. Find a wild kangaroo in Australia. Live in a different country for three months. See Niagara Falls. Go on a meditation retreat on an exotic island. Find neutrality in Switzerland. Scuba dive in Chile. Go on a wild safari in Africa. Run a mile on the Great Wall of China. Find a volcano with blue lava. Speak Spanish with locals in Argentina. Visit St. Catherine's Monastery in Egypt. Take in the beauty of Tehran. Iran. Visit World War II history in Austria. There are so many things on this list that I've done just in a matter of three years, which blows my mind. So many amazing things that you can do too. Your list isn't going to be the same as mine, but this should jog some ideas of all the things that you can do. If you're not into traveling, pick other things. What do you like to do? What do you like to do? Where do you like to go? Who do you like to hang out with? And make this jar. Stress crush your jar. These are just some ideas that you know, may jog some stuff for you to do in any given day. But take a run through a local cemetery. Go on a picnic with some wine. Play some disc golf. Take a six-pack to a $1 theater and sneak that shit in. Plan a weekend road trip to visit a family member. Book a skydiving trip. Meditate by a local river. Find your nearest rock climbing gym and, and take a beginner class. Go hiking. Go fucking hiking through your nearest forest. Go find your favorite pizza place and just explode. <laughs> Hike a local um, easy mountain where you have a little bit of exercise to produce, but man, make those legs burn. Explore a local cave. Take your dogs to the dog park. Go check out some horses on a farm. Go tour the breweries or the wineries around town. Work on learning a new language. Check out a new restaurant. Spend a weekend camping with awesome people that you love. Go whitewater rafting. Pick out some nice flowers at a local greenhouse. Take a yoga lesson. Volunteer at a local homeless shelter. Visit a local bakery. Visit an art exhibit or an art museum. Check out a distillery and learn the history and taste some of that fire water. Spend a few hours writing outside with your shoes off. Spend a day in a cabin on a lake. Take a bath with salts and candles. Volunteer to distribute soap on the streets for people that don't have any. Sign up for a half marathon or a 10K 
or a 5K. There are so many things that you can come up with if you start jogging your mind. So I challenge you to do this. Do this, baby. Create your lists. Hold yourself accountable. You are the controller of how exciting your life can be. Would you rather be moping in a cubicle, blaming your lack of accomplishments and excitement on the evil world? Or would you like to be fist pumping while taking a long boat ride through the exotic islands of Thailand? I know my answer. What's on the top of your list? What kind of awesomeness are you putting into your jars? Let me know. The world is yours. You can reach out at heatharmstrong.com forward slash voice. I think it's that. Uh, The link will be in the bio. If you want to leave a voicemail um, for the show and we can talk about things, it's pretty cool. If you want to check out the Sweet Ass Domination deck, go to amazon.com, search Sweet Ass Domination. You might find some pretty kinky porn too, but uh, it'll pop up. You can also go to ragecreate.com and it'll take you there. These things are fucking awesome and people are tagging me every day now sharing them and it reminds me of how cool it is to be able to work in this type of sphere, to be able to share these type of experiences and how putting something out there that you don't think the world wants, you'll see very quickly that people are attracted to it, it helps them and then they start to become this person that does bigger things themselves and it's a giant web. It's the community web that I was talking about earlier in this podcast. So don't be afraid to share your light. Share your fucking message. The only variable that fucking matters is how many times you open your mouth. Be the lighthouse, baby. Be the lighthouse. If you want to leave a review on iTunes, we'll donate $2 to the Help Uganda Foundation that we work with in Africa. Um, you can go to heatharmstrong.com forward slash review if you need directions on that and you don't know how. And yeah, I appreciate all of you. I love all of you. I'll see you when I get back from Mexico. And big love. Ta-ta. There's a place called space and it's got the magic. There's a place called space and it's got the balls. There's a place called space and it's got the passion. There's a place called space where we can smash the walls. There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity and the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth. In this place called space, we'll build a factory of smiles that will assemble with our minds and sell to earth. Boys and girls, hello, this is Todd. I'm just sitting here playing with my nipples, doing some kinky things, collecting the lactation in a jar and sampling it from time to time with my buddies. We get into some pretty kinky shit, if you know what I mean. Uh, Heath is heading off to Mexico, so he won't be around for a while, but, um... Check back in. You can follow him in all of his live adventures that I'm sure he'll be posting on Instagram at Heath Fist Pumps. And for all the show notes, it's heatharmstrong.com forward slash podcast. There probably won't be any show notes for this show because he's cramming some things in. But uh, 
If you want to leave a review, it helps us and the little kiddos. HeathArmstrong.com forward slash review. You can also leave a a message for the show at HeathArmstrong.com forward slash voice. Sweet Ass Domination Deck is on Amazon.com. If you really want to help out, we need some reviews. So if you do end up buying one of those on Amazon, you won't be disappointed because it's a sexy little gift to give all your boys and girls friends. All of those stinky little boys and girlfriends that you have for Christmas and Hanukkah. So send those little decks out. Send us some deck pics. Maybe send uh, some dick pics to me in general, but not to Heath because he doesn't like dick pics. He just wants some deck pics. And yeah, check that out. It's on Amazon.com. And it's on RageCreate.com. The Sweet Ass Journal is also available if you want to get even kinkier with your habits. And we'll check back in soon for the next episode after the Ayahuasca Awakening. Ta-ta, toots!